नमस्ते हेलो एंड वेलकम योर लिसनिंग टू स्टोरीज ऑफ इंडिया रीटोल्ड एंड आई एम यू स्टोरी टेलर निवी विद स्टोरीज फ्रॉम इंडिया टुडे स्टोरी इज अबाउट एकलव्या एंड इट इज फ्रॉम द संभव पर्व ऑफ द महाभारता द भगवत पुराणा ऑल्सो टेल्स हिज स्टोरी इफ यू ग्रो अप इन इंडिया चांसेस आर यू हर्ड ऑफ द स्टोरी ऑफ एकलव्या एंड चांसेस आर दैट यू हर्ड द रीटेलिंग where it is mostly told as a story to convey a message in morality particularly about the need to show an immense amount of respect to your guru or teacher but the story of ekalavya is not just about guru dakshina it is much more complex like most stories passed down to us from ancient india there are layers to ekalavya's story namely the rigid societal structures which did not allow drona to accept ekalavya as his student ekalavya's dedication and discipline also the politics of the nishada's relationship with the kuru family drona's position in the kuru family and his promise to his most favored student arjuna so in order to retell this story of ekalavya we should first explore drona's relationship with the kuru family particularly with arjuna there is a popular story about arjuna which i heard a lot when i was younger as part of the prince's training drona had an artisan fashion a sculpture of a bird to be used as target practice he placed it high atop a tree and asked the princes to take aim at the bird with their bow and arrow and told them that their task was to slice the bird's head off As everyone got ready and were awaiting their preceptor's instructions he asked Yudhishthira Can you see the bird Yudhishthira responded Yes I can see the bird Drona asked again Can you see the tree what about me and your brothers can you see us Yudhishthira replied yes to all the questions Then there is no way you can hit the target Drona told Yudhishthira Drona then went around asking every one of the princes the same set of questions. He went to Duryodhana and the other Kaurava princes and to the Pandavas and also the princes from other families. Much to Drona's disappointment, again and again he got the same answer. Yes, I can see the bird, I can see the tree, I can see you and I can see my brothers. Finally he went to Arjuna Arjuna stood as instructed he stood in position with his bow drawn and the arrow aimed at the target when drona asked arjuna the same questions arjuna replied i only see the bird drona nodded and said describe the bird to me arjuna replied i see only its head and i don't see its body shoot drona commanded immediately The arrow was swiftly released from Arjuna's bow with a swoosh it flew up high to the top of the tree sliced the head of the wooden bird and sent it rolling down to the ground Drona was beyond delighted he knew then for certain that Arjuna was his ticket to defeating his enemy Drupada Drona's belief in Arjuna was further cemented when once Arjuna saved him from a crocodile's jaws by acting quickly and shooting the crocodile dead swiftly whilst the rest of the students were still panicked into inaction. 
As a show of his appreciation, Drona presented Arjuna with a rare and powerful weapon named Brahmashira, which was meant to be used only against superhuman powers. Drona recognized Arjuna's skills and his dedication. He had given Arjuna his promise that he would train him to be the best warrior he ever trained. Their relationship was codependent. Arjuna had a thirst for knowledge and wanted to become the best in his field and Drona had to maintain a reputation as the teacher who trained the most talented and powerful prince. In general, the Kuru princes were important to Drona because they were the means for him to exact revenge from his arch enemy Drupada. His success with the Kuru princes also meant that his fame as a teacher of the Nurveda spread far and wide and he became the most sought after instructor. It is not much different than what we see in our world today. If one trains the best students, word about that person or institution spreads and they maintain a successful career, amassing wealth and influence because everyone wants to be trained by the best. Ekalavya too had heard of Drona's accomplishments as an instructor of the art of Dhanurveda and he wanted to train under Drona. Ekalavya was the son of a Nishada king named Hiranyadhanu, who was the general of the very powerful king Jharasandha, the king of Maghada. The term Nishada was used by the Indo-Aryans to identify the indigenous tribes who were not Aryans. They were a fishing and hunting community and lived in the mountains and in the forest. There are a number of mentions of the Nishada tribe in Mahabharata and you can also see the same in other texts like the Ramayana. Ekalavya went to Drona and asked to be accepted as his student. Drona considered his request and hesitated when he got to know that Ekalavya was a Nishada and the son of Hiranyadhanu. After careful consideration, Drona decided that as a preceptor of the Kurus, it would not be right for him to take on Ekalavya, who was a Nishada. So, unfortunately for Ekalavya, Drona refused to accept him as a student. Ekalavya was disappointed. However, he was determined and was not ready to give up on his dreams of studying under the best tutor to become the best archer there was. Ekalavya went to the forest and made a statue of Drona from clay. He worshipped Drona's statue to derive inspiration for his training and dedicated all his time and efforts into training himself to become an excellent archer. Ekalavya's unmatched dedication in mastering the art paid off as he gradually became better and better at the art of archery. All of his movements, from the stringing up of the arrow to aiming at a target, and releasing it had developed in its precision and timing. And throughout the period when he was training, Ekalavya continued to think of Drona as his teacher. One day, the Kauravas and the Pandavas decided to go on a hunting trip. They went to a forest and the Pandava princess went their way along with a servant and a dog. The dog went exploring on its own and stopped when it came across a man dressed in deer skin who was practicing with a bow and arrow. The dog started to bark at the stranger. 
the deer skin clad man was none other than Ekalavya who when he listened to the incessant barking of the dog turned his arrow towards the source of the sound and sight unseen he sent a total of 7 arrows sailing into the defenseless dog's mouth the poor injured dog ran back to his handler in pain when the pandavas saw this they realized that someone with a thorough knowledge of the art of shabda bheda had achieved this shot using just their sense of sound the pandavas were amazed by the individual's obvious talents they went in search of the archer and when they found him they asked him who he was i am ekalavya son of hiranyadhanu and i am a student of the great drona ekalavya told the princess the pandavas were shocked arjuna was especially affected because he was jealous of ekalavya's talents and in his jealousy he couldn't help but blame drona for teaching ekalavya arjuna felt that drona had betrayed him by training an archer who was better than him Arjuna was so agitated by his feelings of jealousy and betrayal he went directly to Drona and questioned him about Ekalavya Arjuna told Drona about the hunting trip and how they met Ekalavya and about the fact that Ekalavya claimed that Drona was his teacher How could you have trained an archer who has much more superior skills to mine when you promised me all these years that you would make sure that i would be the best archer you ever trained arjuna questioned drona drona was shocked he had no clue what was going on but arjuna was making some serious allegations against him he decided to see for himself what ekalavya was about and went to the forest accompanied by arjuna to meet with ekalavya When Ekalavya saw Drona he immediately prostrated in front of the person he had considered his teacher Why do the Pandavas think I'm your teacher Drona asked Ekalavya Ekalavya told Drona about how after he was rejected by him he decided to go after what he wanted and achieve the goals he had set for himself He explained that he trained on his own and throughout the period of training he had thought of Drona as his preceptor worshiped him as his guru and derived direction and inspiration from him and that is why when the Pandavas asked him he did not hesitate to tell them that he was trained by Drona Drona took in what Ekalavya said with amazement but his dharma required him to stay true to his promise All right then. If as you said you are my student, then you have been remiss in offering me a guru dakshina, don't you think? Drona said, referring to the traditional practice of offering payments to the teacher by means of money or other tasks done. Ekalavya gladly agreed. Please tell me, what do you need me to do? he asked. As my guru dakshina, I want you to offer me your thumb from your right hand Drona stated At once Ekalavya knew what Drona was asking of him Ekalavya was right-handed and for an archer the thumb of his dominant hand was a necessary tool to develop his skills Without his thumb Ekalavya would lose his edge as an archer Regardless Ekalavya had made a promise 
and it would not do for him to refuse the dakshina or offering his teacher had demanded of him with the calmness of a man who knew he had to do the right thing and with a smile on his face ekalavya whipped out his arrow and used its sharp tip to slice off the thumb from his right hand and offered it to drona just like that drona erased arjuna's potential rival who could have toppled arjuna's fame as the best archer there ever was as seen in the later chapters of the mahabharata something like a missing thumb wasn't going to stop the determined and talented ekalavya ekalavya succeeded his father and became king like his father before him he too was an ally of king jarasandha and fought many battles for him ekalavya was a formidable warrior who was very difficult to defeat krishna himself killed ekalavya it was in the battle fought between krishna and jarasandha who attacked mathura with the intention of punishing krishna for killing his dearest friend and ally kamsa ekalavya fought with jarasandha and he died a rather violent death when krishna crushed him against a hillock in a later parva in the mahabharata krishna explained to arjuna that he had watched ekalavya fight in the battle and even missing a thumb he was a magnificent archer and fought tirelessly and valiantly in the battle krishna had realized that ekalavya would be a formidable opponent but since his loyalty was aligned with the people who did not side with dharma krishna decided he must be killed krishna told arjuna that it was a decision he took that would help arjuna and his side who were on the side of dharma this is the story of the brave and talented ekalavya the story of ekalavya particularly his relationship with drona and what happened between them has long been debated and interpreted in various ways the story doesn't make clear moral judgments but it does make clear that drona acted to protect his interests and that everyone agreed that ekalavya was one of the best archers of the time that is all for this episode thank you so much for listening you can email me your questions at storiesofindiaretold@gmail.com my instagram is storiesofindiaretold if you have enjoyed the stories here on this podcast please consider sharing it with your friends and family as always find the links for the podcast in the show notes i hope to see you here next time dhanyawada thank you